Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This episode is proudly sponsored by the beautiful studio space at Small Time Group. Supporting emerging artists to refine their products, develop a plan, and connect with peers and the industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today, I'm joined with Tusha. Hello, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Good, thank you. Wait, so where actually are you right now? You're in Texas, but like where? Uh, so I'm in Austin, um, for yeah. South by Southwest. Um, we're going to be playing um, all our first international shows um, in the next coming week. Um, but my sister lives here, so I thought I'd come here and a week earlier to come see her and, and hang out. This is where we are. We're at a local um, beer garden that's in the suburbs. True. Wow. Um, so that's pretty wicked. Um, they do local beers and wines and stuff. Um, and tonight's a trivia night. So um, everyone's going crazy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, classic. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's loads of fun. Sweet. I feel like, yeah, Mondays, Tuesdays, they're always those, like, trivia night vibes, hey? Yeah. Very family orientated, but um, yeah, it's a be- it's a beautiful time here. It's twenty seven degrees, so um, loving it. Cool. Yeah. And what's the beer like? Is it good? Yeah, it's a kind of like a berry beer that they do. Oh. Um, I just ordered a flight just to try them all, um, and I just told the guy to pour whatever he thinks is good, and um, yeah, he poured me this, and it's delicious. So is it like I a thought, you know, um, okay, let me taste it. <laughs> um. No, nah, it's a bit hoppy. Hoppy. Yeah, but it's, it's delicious though. Yeah. I just thought I had to have a beer in my hand for this podcast. So Yeah, I love it. Know. I love when people bring beer. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, I guess cool. do you want to, like, tell me about how you started creating music in the first place, where it all began? Yeah. Oh, um, so I created or well, I started writing music back in 2015. Um, and it was very, very different um, to what I'm doing now. Um, so I started writing like predominantly folk music, a bit more in that like Bonnie Bear, Sigur Ross sort of esque sort of vibe. Um, and I had a band as well, um, and we used to do a lot of shows and stuff, um, which was a lot of fun. I've learned so much with that band, um, and they're all you know still good mates, of mine, absolute legends. They're the reasons why I started pursuing music a bit more as well. Um, so, yeah, hats off to them for taking me on, helping me out with songwriting. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's how I kind of started, just with an acoustic guitar. My sister taught me how to play guitar and stuff, and then she just gave me all her guitars and was like, I'm quitting, you take it and um, see what you can do with it. And, um, yeah, I just, I've just enjoyed it ever since. So, um, yeah, that's about it. 
cool. And where did the kind of like love for bedroom pop come from? Like where did the transition from like folk music to sort of more indie bedroom pop come from? (laughs) So it was uh, in 2020, a friend of mine had been hitting me up for a while and we've never really approached the recording side of things because it just never really happens. But we always talked about recording together. Um, So I hit him up when I was... I was feeling a little bit burnt out with all the other music that I'd been writing. I wanted to do something different. Um, so I just hit, I just told him, hey, man, like I'm pretty keen to start like a bedroom indie pop sort of sound. Um, and he just messaged me back straight away just being like, yo, come over next Monday. Let's get it started. I'm so keen for this. Um, and, yeah, we just we just got chatting. We talked about our influences. I've been listening to Tudor for ages, um, a bunch of other indie artists. I just love going to festivals and seeing those bands and, like, I just wanted to have, I guess, the opportunity to write Bobby songs that I know that if no one else dances to it, I'm going to dance to it. So yeah. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> and so that was the that was the sort of vibe that I wanted to go for with with Benny. Um, and he, yeah, he resonated with that so well, and was just like, yeah, let's let's kickstart it. Let's see how we go. Um, let's have a bit of fun. Um, and yeah, so every Monday for about six months, we recorded and we started and recorded a new track. So I've got like a bunch of songs that I want to release for you guys to hear. Um, but it's just been an epic, epic journey of writing boppy indie tracks, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. And people are liking it, and I'm, I'm loving what I'm writing as well. So it's it's good fun. Yeah. And what's on your current listening rotation? Um, so, uh, at the moment, I've been listening to a lot of Royal Otis. Cool. Um, they're an awesome, awesome Aussie band. I caught them at a festival called New Year's Eve on the Hill in, in Melbourne, in Victoria. Um, they're an epic, epic live band. So, um, yeah, I was listening to them in the car on the way to this beer garden and, um, yeah, they're, they're amazing. Um, other than that, uh, it's a mixed bag. I, I listen to a bunch of different things, from '80s music to just whatever, whatever I feel like. But um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, whatever whatever indie tracks are getting popped out there at the moment. I, I've been I've been loving. I'll just chuck on that Spotify playlist and off I go. Yeah. But um, yeah, Royal Otis at the moment is like my my number one right now. Yeah. Cool. And so you're releasing an EP on the 10th of March, your debut EP. How did you narrow it yeah. down to the amount of songs from the six months of Monday sessions that you've had going? <laughs> oh, man, it was tough. Um, we were going to go with an album and then we thought we'd restrict it and then we went back to the album um, and... I think we just at the end of the day we just thought let's give let's give out a little taster, um, suss the vibe out, see how it all feels, and we just thought that these six songs um, mesh really well together. Um, I'm a big sucker for like songs in an order to just really um, really pass on to the next in like a really nice way. So we've got like you know a couple of upbeat tracks at the start. And then it resonates down into like a bit of a slow sort of, you know, pocket. And then it just ramps you back up again. So um, we just thought, you know, why not just put out an EP, have a little package. They're all they're all like the, the oldest songs that we've written as well. Um, kind of at the start of 2020, we just we, we banged out those ones and thought, yeah, those are those are epic. Those are what we 
we're kind of testing the waters with. So, um, yeah, Arthur and Sadie are, are a big test. Um, but, yeah, I, I love the tracks, honestly. I, I love listening back to the songs that we write. And I think it's such a great achievement, even, you know, even if people don't like it, it's whatever. Like, I, I love it. So it's cool. We would like to take a moment to thank our sponsors at Bodrigi Brewing. Stingray's new XBA comes out swinging as a full flavour 4% of froth. The newest addition to Stingray's finest beer range. It's bloody tremendous stuff. Tropical, hoppy, pulling, no punches. Brewed in Abbotsford by Bodrigi Brewing Co. Proud Beers and Tears sponsors. Yeah. yeah, and the EP's called Arthur and Sadie and it kind of, it like sort of tells a little bit of a story amongst the six tracks. <laughs> um, yeah, so who, who's Arthur and Sadie? Tell me about the kind of six tracks of they <laughs> encapsulate all together. So um, Arthur is uh, my arthritis. That's what I called him. So um, that's what Arthur is about, actually. The song Arthur is about my battle with arthritis. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually really good. Um, I've since seen a specialist and we're working on it. And things are great. I'm doing a lot of normal things. And, um, yeah, I don't really have many issues. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I just thought I'd write something that was emotional. But I wanted to make it a bit more boppy and I wanted people to dance to it and kind of groove to it. So, um yeah it's like a bittersweet sort of um fun song um that i wrote for myself and i thought that was i wanted to name it arthur and i thought it was nice to put a name on something so that's what arthur is yeah um and sadie sadie is actually my partner um her name is actually katie but i thought i'd give her like a pseudo name so um so i named her named her sadie for the sake of you know the exposure and all that um so that's that's how it kind of all meshed together so i've written songs about both of us individually and together so july 20 is about our anniversary like the first night that we met so so yeah it's a it's a nice little journey about the tour so it's it's great (laughs) that's sweet keeps it fun yeah Sure. And this EP is going to come with um, your leading single called Exit Sign, um, yeah. which might be one of my favourites, I think. Um, it's very oh, like wicked. house party <laughs> in a coming of age film. That's, that's what it's giving me. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So do you want to tell me about this track? It's the opening track to the EP. Yeah. Um. Well, for starters, you've nailed it on the head. I thought that this would be the most lighthearted start to the EP. Um, it's just about adolescents going out and being too drunk and all you want to do is just go home and, you know, be in your own beds. But um, I just feel like everyone that's turned 18 and over has experienced <laughs> that and I wanted to just put it in like a song form and just let them, you know, resonate with it and be like, oh, my God, yeah, I, I actually don't remember the last time I bought this McDonald's meal and it's in my hands. So, um, it was good to just get that out there and um, have something that was fun to just groove to. Um, so that's a great, I, I feel like it's a great leading single for this EP just to kind of kickstart the entirety of the EP. Um so yeah, that's that's pretty much how that that song came about. But um, it 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 kind of started with Benny doing this like 
cool guitar riff and then he started adding these like bongos and drums and stuff and I was like oh my god this is going to be such a fun track we've got to talk about something that everyone's experienced so that's that's how the songwriting session came about and we wrote we wrote all the songs including Exit Stein all in one day every Monday so um, they've just been like a big challenge for us which has been awesome yeah but I'm so glad you like it. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It kind of comes. I feel like that one and Sadie, why don't you love yourself? Is that those two are like my two favorites of the. Oh, wicked. Um. Yeah. Well, do you want to tell me about Thank that? Thank you. You can tell me about Sadie. Why don't you love yourself? Yeah, for sure. Um. So I wrote that song just about you know Sadie not um not really uh feeling herself. Um, on like any given day, some days it's worse than others. Um, and I just found myself, I guess, over time trying to reassure, and, you know, make sure that, you know, she's all right. And um, I guess reassure her that everything's all good and she's fine, she's great. Um, and I just thought, you know, why don't I, why don't I write a song so that she can play it back every time she's not feeling that good or you know when she looks at herself in the mirror and she's like oh like i don't know if i'm feeling myself it's just like why don't you just play the song have a listen and um it's actually works she she listens to it all the time and um yeah it's really cute actually it's it's awesome but um I'm just having your own personal song being my own personal pump up song yeah that's so good No, it's wicked. I was really happy when we we released that one. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a great time writing that one. Cool. What's your favorite track of the EP? Damn. I you know it's really funny. I bounce between all of them. I go, oh, maybe this one's the best one. But then like every day it changes. Um I think Arthur will always have a special place in my heart. Because I really wholeheartedly love that song yeah. um, for everything that it's, it speaks back to me, and I just know the feeling of it. Um, and it was the first song I ever released, so it was like a, a big start to this career to, to Tusha. Um, and I think I'll always hold a special place with that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just for me, it's just one of the most easy listening like pop tracks that i've put out with benny um and uh yeah i always catch myself just like belting out you know all the lyrics whenever i'm in the car or whatever um yeah gotta give it to arthur (laughs) it also it's like a very like experience for you and just like you said it speaks back to you like you can understand it's like yeah very um journal entry tree almost of just like your yeah definitely like yeah it's cool 100 and i guess like the song paints a different picture for other people as well if they don't know what the song is about you know they could they could paint their own little picture and there's a lot of meaning behind it so um i think that's what i've tried to do as well in the um the sadie video clip that we did um i had a friend of mine playing a character that was 
struggling to come out of his skin and he wanted to dress a bit more feminine, um, but it wasn't really working out for him and he was nervous to, you know, go to a party, dress the way that he wanted to dress. Um, and I just thought it was a really nice take on the song because a lot of people should be able to take that story and turn it into something of their own. Um, and that's why I did that video the way that I did with my friend Connor Mercury. He's, yeah, he's an absolute legend. But um, he, he actually directed the whole thing. Uh, I wasn't even there really for most of it. But um, we kind of just deciphered a little story and um, I thought it worked out really well. It's nice to have, you know, the balance of two different things for people to relate to. So, yeah, that was really wicked actually. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool that you could actually, that you could do that, that you could kind of like take something that you've written. I don't know, like I feel like that would be such a hard thing to do to like take something that you so clearly have written as a specific story for like your partner and be able to like yeah. That in another perspective of like what it could be perceived as as well is really yeah for sure to have like the parallels yeah I thought yeah I wasn't I guess I was a bit skeptical about it working but um, when he sent me that video back I was like wow this is gonna be really cool so I was very stoked about it yeah and you closed the EP with July twenty which is like a bit more of a uh, it's like a bit more headbangy kind of song, um, almost <laughs> in an indie rock sort of way. Um, yeah. Where did this song derive and why did you want to close the EP with kind of one of the larger tracks? Um, okay, first of all, it's, yeah, it's just a good send-off track. We always play it last live, so I was like, let's put it right at the end of the EP. When everyone's got the groove going, let's just, like, smash it out and let them finish off with a bang. So that's why we put that at the end. Um, and the way we wrote that song, um, I think I'd actually describe to Benny about the night that me and Katie had met. Um, and I think he'd like listen to me for like 20 minutes and he was like, dude, that like doesn't sound, you know, like an emotional song or whatever. It just, it straight up sounds like a banger of a night. So let's just like, you know, let's just go in headstrong. Let's get some harsh guitars and let's make it really fun. Like if you were nervous to like talk to her, let's make it real fun. Like let's, let's get it all, let's get it all happening. So um, I think that was one of the quickest songs we ever wrote, actually. We just, like, we just went in gung-ho and got it all done in, like, five hours or something. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And you're in Austin, Texas at the moment for South by Southwest. Yeah. Kind of, what do you bring to the table when you're putting all these songs in your live album? I've got a full band, so... I've got a bunch of mates um, that have honestly put their their time for me uh, has been has been amazing. They've they've literally said to me that they want to keep playing for for Tushar and, and be a part of it all. So I've got a band of five other people, um, and they they kind of fit the outfit so that I don't have to be playing playing much. So um, it's the first time ever that I've had. Um, a live presence where I don't actually have to hold an instrument. I'll just walk around with a microphone. I've got a tambourine in my hand. I'm just, you know, belting the tambourine, jumping around, having a good time while the rest of the band are just really pumping it out. Um, and they're doing an excellent job. Like we've only played one show, 
um, and now we're doing South by. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a big experience for us as a band together because um, I've kind of plucked them out from different bands. Um, luckily enough, they all know each other, and we we've, we've managed to mesh really well. Um, it'd be nice to kind of see how we go in an international environment as big as, you know, as big as South by. So, um, yeah, I think we'll be fine. I think we're going to be more than fine. But um, um, but it's going to be so fun. Yeah. yeah I'm really excited. And kind of like going from playing like a very limited amount of shows in your like hometown to going yeah. international and taking that into like a whole other yeah. world. Yeah, for sure. I, I can't believe it, honestly. Um, it's been a great journey and it's it's happened so quickly in the new projects. Um, but we're all really thankful. I think the best thing about um, Tushar and the people that I've had around me um, is that everyone's just really keen for the music and um, I think we're all just really switched on and we're ready to go and we want to, you know, perform at the best of our abilities and, yeah, just just be be a beautiful band to everyone and stay humble as well. We need to stay humble. That's something that I try really hard to tell the band. Please stay humble. Don't. You know, don't don't be don't be a dick. You know, be be nice. Be a nice person. <laughs> I've been watching the six, like this yeah. show on Prime about this like band. Anyway, I don't know what why that came to mind, but it was just like the ability to get like really caught up in you know, playing music live for people yeah. being on the stage and being like, you know, in that environment and how easily yeah. you can get like caught up in that, in anything really, like something that gives you like a high adrenaline rush or like really like yeah, 100%. build your ego, you can really get super caught up in that whole space. Definitely, definitely, yeah. I just try so hard to keep it all just as level grounded as possible, so... I'll yeah. thank my mum for that. Actually, she, she yeah, she's the she's the best 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 vessel for that. Always tells me to meditate and just chill out. It's good. Yeah, it's a nice good way to be. After a show, do you have like a wind up? Uh, or is it wind up? <laughs> probably, it's probably a wind up. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, I just yeah, I love hanging out with everyone. I think that's the best part for me is like after we play packing down and just like like hanging in the crowd um you know meeting meeting new people networking with new people um i i just love communicating with everyone just having like that nice little presence it's always nice you know people come out to see your shows i think it's if like for me it feels good to give back a bit as well and you know come down and like i'm not i don't want to disappear for the whole night you know like i want to come in chat to people who have caught the show and been like yo like you know great set um and then we meet on like you know like on a personal basis who knows we could even live in the same town or or whatever like it's just nice to just have that social element um with with people in a live aspect as well so i i love i love to wind up um i think people love it as well and um yeah, like like I said to, to me and the band, like um, you know, I think we really do it well. We really enjoy it, and um, I don't think I'll ever want to like yeah 
perceive that message of, you know, you can't talk to us sort of thing. Mm. So I just don't like it, never have. Yeah. I like to just jump out of the crowd and, and be with everyone and just enjoy it. So it's such a nice way to be. I love it. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for chatting with me today or tonight. Oh, no, no worries. It's been a pleasure. Honestly, thanks for listening to the music. It's yeah, it's really it's really awesome. I really appreciate yeah. it. Thank it's you. a great EP. I'm keen for it to be out into the world. Oh, me too. <laughs> thanks so much.